0: Good greetings, hello and welcome. Today is Friday the 14th of April and did you know it is National Gardening Day, but before you eat your beavers, rush off and pick up those trowels and start digging frantically for your lives... Let me tell you what's coming up on this week's show. So, we're going to be looking at King Charles' forthcoming coronation. We're going to be shimming into the world of Forgotten Pop, and, as if that wasn't enough, we're going to be overloading your brains with a couple of fun and quirky facts. As always, I'm Chris, she's Anne-Marie, and this is your weekly slice of jibber-jabber. Now, let's get on with this week's show.
1: How has your week been, Chris? <gasps>
0: Do you know, it's Easter weekend, right? Um, So Easter, very lovely. We had a meal, all that kind of stuff. But guess, we had an an unwelcomed or a a surprise guest, maybe we can say. Basically, there is a stray cat in the garden that has taken to us and won't leave. Um, And they are the friendliest little thing that you can imagine. Uh, Really loving, which makes me think that perhaps they're not a full stray and just a half string,
1: <laughs> well you know what they so, say? An animal will always choose you,
0: well, and she really has um, and we've tried to get her to go into a carry case so that we can take her to the vet and I have spoken to vets all through the weekend. <laughs> basically going have you can we can we get in can we come and see her? like yeah come down and see us and then I've got had to call back and be like well sorry she won't get in the case we can't come and see you but yeah but she just won't get in the case so there's very little we can do until she gets in the case like we want to adopt her but unless she's got unless she goes to the vet we can't we need to know she hasn't got like fleas and things
1: you don't mean like a suitcase though do you because that would be a bit weird <laughs>
0: Oh no, no, that's yeah, incredibly weird. Uh no, no, no like a proper cat carry case, but uh, it's not <laughs> the one we've got is not like a box, it's like a bag, like a cat carry bag. And I think that might be the problem. So I think we should go and buy a box, like a cat carry box. Um but yeah, so that, that that's been this weekend. What how, how how is your Easter?
1: It's not been too bad. Our cat as it goes is um Recovering nicely after being spayed.
0: Oh, she had her operation, didn't she?
1: She did. So she's recovering nicely. Uh, as it goes, she's been in a crate, as advised by the vet, uh, just to make sure that she's not overdoing it and jumping up onto anything that she shouldn't be. So hopefully in the next couple of days, she'll be able to come out of the crate.
0: How are you, um, how's, how's she getting on with that? Are you? Is that being successful? Have you sort of stopped her from, because you can't really stop a cat from jumping, can you? Can you?
1: Well, in the crate she can't really jump, can she? There's nothing to jump on, too. Oh, she's
0: staying in a crate. Okay.
1: Yeah, you know, like a large dog, uh, cage that you can get. Yeah. But you know, it's it's only while she's recovering. Um, so I'm hoping in the next couple of days she'll be able to come out there because I know she is, she is bored.
0: She, yeah, I could imagine she, being she bored, confined yeah. like that. Mm. But that's the thing as well. This this stray cat, um. It, which which you know possibly stray cat um we think you know she might be on heat because right. the first night she was we didn't know whether she was pregnant and in you know sort of in the midst of giving birth or she was in pain or, or she was on heat because she was you no know, there's there's calls that they they do
1: yeah she was
0: very much doing that however she was she's you know she's been perfectly fine to let us sort of stroke her we've even picked her up
1: Aww. and
0: she is as happy as a, a pig in what's it because and the purring when we pick her up she purrs like nobody's business
1: so a nice little easy way of getting them into a cage is to put some nice little treats in go and get some kitty yeah. treats and pop. we've done in. that
0: no yeah. we've done that we've put oh. food in there we've put chicken in there we've put those um those little cat nibbly what are they called They're the little treat things they have Mm -hmm. they've gone in there she eats them and comes back out the problem is with with the bag is that it zips up so it's very much a cat carrier but it's like a bag so because it zips up it gives her enough time to go I'm not doing this I'm not doing this whereas if it was a door I feel we'd be more successful so we really do need to go and get a box like a carry box that would be much more successful invited her in as well um last night because there was some kerfuffling with another cat out there um I wonder if people find this interesting us talking about cats (laughs) um but but this is what's happened this week so um there was a there was a uh kerfuffle with another cat out there uh so we thought right let's bring her in and she can go in the bathroom downstairs um she came in but she didn't want to stay in and you can't make her do something she doesn't want to do and also because she has she's such a beautiful cat in in the way that you know in a sort of Manner and her temperament. I don't want to do something that could change that because she is really beautiful. So, um yeah, any tips, any tricks? I mean, really, we need to get to the vet tomorrow. So, I, you know, this is going to be too late, I suppose.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, good luck with that one. Disclaimer though, we mm. also love dogs, just putting it out there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I, I think a dog would be a lot. <laughs> lots not that I'm welcoming a stray dog um but, as in I don't want one to turn up uh, but I think it might be easier put
1: a lead on it get it in the car um because not just she's, that I she's... think a dog normally just follows doesn't like, yeah, a dog it does. like just follow. but can I just say
0: she has got very much dog sort of like tendencies or ment- like a dog mentality like she doesn't eat unless we're with her oh. that's not normal for cats Cats don't do that. Um, I know. Anyway, should we should we, should we, should we pop into the, any any other any other bits that have happened this week? It was Easter was successful? The kids happy? You had loads of chocolate?
1: Yeah, I did. Probably way way too much <laughs> chocolate, if I'm being honest. um But yeah, it, it's been lovely. You know, it has been lovely. It's been a nice little Easter weekend. How's your weekend been, other than the cats? How's yours been?
0: yeah the weekend was really great i mean we we did a very simple uh lunch at the weekend you know just it was that was gorgeously fun and everything just to say if anyone can hear any sort of faint buzzing in the background as well that is next door sewage pipe i do believe it has burst and they've got a team of men out there currently uh fixing the issue but apart from that overall a pretty good weekend it's lovely this <laughs> is not that lovely so uh should we uh should we jog on to the next one Now, if you had to wear a warning label, what would that warning label say?
1: It's too much chocolate.
0: (laughs) I think mine would be something like handle with care or, you know, handle with caution. (laughs) Enter at your own risk. I mean, metaphorically, not physically, of course. But uh, on a a sort of side note, do do you think that if people did come with warning labels, it would make the world much easier?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially if it's maybe somebody that's maybe more short tempered. Mm. It would definitely help, wouldn't it?
0: People that beware, are sly. Short temper. Yeah, beware, we'll talk about you behind your back. Do you think oh Can okay. You
1: imagine? Can you imagine? Beware
0: constantly. Yeah, that'd be so much better, though, wouldn't it? I feel like yeah. I've got like really good senses, so I can pick this up on people anyway. But you know, that's just me. Um, you didn't pick it up on but, me, though. <laughs> <laughs> true, very true. Um, but I, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I, I, no, I think this would be blimmin' brilliant if people came with actual warning labels, especially if people were like dating. How amazing would that be for people that were dating? So if they came with a warning label, because I think. What happens when people date is that you present the best version of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But if you came with an actual warning label, regardless of how brilliant, you, you know, like for example, you you go on a date with someone and they're brilliant and they're really attentive and they, they do everything that they're meant to do, but their warning label was, will kill you at some point. Literally, serial killer. You think, yeah, gonna leave that one alone, aren't we? Imagine if that was their warning label.
1: Or... Or the warning mm. label is "Will never pay."
0: Yeah. Or for those who are looking for um, marriage, "Will never marry you."
1: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it would be a, a better world if people came with warning signs. Wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know whether that I mean, there would probably be uproar. there would probably be some sort of...
1: C- can you imagine, though, if it came... Like, if everybody came with a warning sign, mm. but then underneath were, these are my best bits.
0: Yeah. And then you could, you could sort of work out, like, on the flip side, like, okay, are the best... It, pros and is cons. The warning, pros and cons, yeah. Is the warning enough to go, actually no i'm gonna stay away from this person as a friend as a lover whatever it is and then you can go okay let's have a look what's on that pro list and then go "Mm, does one outweigh the other (laughs) it'd be so much simpler though wouldn't it like if people actually came with a warning label to say look this is really who i am because do any of us actually ever know anybody
1: hmm Little fun fact for you, fun fact of the week. So a little baking soda can help you grow sweeter tomatoes. Did you know that?
0: I didn't, but as I'm really obsessed with getting a greenhouse, I am thrilled by this information.
1: <laughs> oh, are you honestly thinking about getting I'm still getting obsessed, one? yeah. <gasps> oh, I want to okay. buy a
0: cottage and everything. I want it to be like Beatrix Potter. I want a cottage and oh. I want a greenhouse, yeah
1: with peter rabbit as well or
0: with peter maybe some rabbit i don't i don't know about rabbits but chickens <laughs> i'm considering chickens so
1: <laughs> you'll have all your eggs as well all my eggs yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah a regular sprinkling of this kitchen staple into your plant soil can actually help reduce acidity which then sweetens up your crop so well
0: i know and this Friday is National Gardening Day. What, what, what are the chances of that?
1: What are the chances? What are the
0: chances?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, on the 6th of May, uh, in, here in the UK, it is King Charles III's coronation. Uh, some people have taken a little bit of a dislike in to the fact that Camilla has been <laughs> titled Queen camilla Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's king charles and queen camilla um what are our thoughts on this Mm. you know the coronation and also the fact that people aren't very some people aren't very happy that she is getting the title of queen
1: Mm. well i'm gonna put it out there Mm. i don't think it's very respectful to the late queen elizabeth Okay. Because the this was not her wish. And I know, you know, a lot of people will maybe argue that had um, Charles and Diana not married and him and Camilla were allowed to um, marry to begin with, that yeah. there wouldn't be a problem that's yeah. not the case and you know maybe we shouldn't be forgetting that him and diana were married first and had their marriage been a success we'd have queen diana
0: yeah i guess uh, but you know this is my view on it is that it wasn't a success and i don't know if it ever was a success um Because I will always say this, regardless of what people think of Camilla, she also does some really great work as well, um, especially with education. But regardless of what people think of um, Camilla, had Queen Elizabeth II allowed Charles to marry who he wanted to marry in the first place, none of that stuff would have happened. And that's the truth. And she gave in eventually. She allowed them to marry. So you just sort of think, why didn't you allow that? when he wanted it when they wanted it and you know you love who you love and I think it's incredibly tragic what happened to Diana there's no denying that but I I think you know had he been the guy next door who married somebody younger than him and then eventually married who he loved nobody would be kicking up a storm it is the title but Diana was never gonna be queen that's the truth everybody would love her to be queen Mm-hmm. But she was never gonna be queen. Their marriage was not a success.
1: No, it was. not That's wasn't. what I say it. But I do think that they could maybe be a little bit more respectful.
0: I think when you're a public figure like he is, or like they are, I don't know. It is, it, you know, it's, it's. The other thing about the royal family is, is that they are an institution which dates back hundreds and hundreds of years. Therefore. Mm-hmm. All that's happening in it is protocol. Mm. She is married to a king, therefore she is queen. Because she's she's queen consort, is that right? She's not. I don't think she's she's not queen queen, but she's queen, queen consort. But I think the invitation has put her out as queen.
1: Yeah, so she is queen consort. Um, oh, consort. Yeah the the invitation has stated that she is queen.
0: Yeah. My view on it is is that they, they they love each other. That's what I get from them and I think that people just need to accept it. I mean, they, you know, it's it's been a while. They've been they've been married for a while and
1: do you think do you think that it's um in terms of the public do you think it's a positive way forward?
0: Um I think it's neither a negative or positive. I think it is what it is. Um, I think that we, you know, there there are things that happened with Diana that people, you sort of, um, they forget. They conveniently forget about some of the things that she did do um, in favor of some of the brilliant things that she did. So, of course, Dana did brilliant charity work and people loved her. But there were things that she did while in the royal household that were completely against any any of the rules. Any of She knew that they were completely against, I guess, the rules. I guess that's what they were. You know, she did that interview with Martin Bashir while still in the royal household. She, I mean, I think it was conducted at the palace in her quarters. She fed... A writer information so a book could be published on her. So, I, you know, there's there's so much stuff. I I don't. I think
1: there, there is a lot of stuff. But do you not feel that worked both ways?
0: Um, I think that maybe Charles wasn't potentially from the information, and this is also again, this is from the information we have. We were ne- we, none of us were there, but I don't believe, you know, Charles ever. Has spoken about it, or leaked information, or done anything in that way. I think they had a bad marriage, but you know, I think yeah, it's not like what do. two people do.
1: Yeah, I do think they had a bad marriage, but I think marriage is down to two people, not one person. Hmm. And I just can't help but feel that maybe, um, it's a little bit disrespectful towards both diana and as i said earlier the late queen elizabeth because it was not her wishes um for camilla to be queen she had already said that camilla would be queen consort
0: yeah so i think it's the invitation that's printed and and, do we know was that an official invitation or yeah yeah, but I think her title is Queen Consort, isn't it? It's not Queen.
1: No, it's not. I'm pretty not. Positive
0: her title. yeah. Um, but you know, again, go and just go back to Diana for a second. She also was very aware of Camilla from the minute she got with Charles. So, and also there are some sort of questionable behaviors there. And I know, again, I know there's a lot of love, but if I'm just being honest, I can't. You know, I don't want to pretend to. Um, I don't want to pander my view, but also Charles dated Diana's sister, so you know, and she willingly went into a marriage with him, knowing that he'd also dated her sister. So it could have been her sister at some point. So you just go, she was very aware of it. Yes, she was very young, but she was also very aware. Um, so I, I don't think it's disrespectful. I think, I think it is part of the, the machine that is the royal family. That's what I think um but you know and in, in, shall if I'm we being honest. shall
1: we agree to disagree on this one Christopher
0: yeah absolutely I think we will and I just you know what I think there'll be a lot of people out there. <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of people out there that probably you know share your view more than they share mine that's the truth um yeah. but if you are listening honest.
1: though if you are listening please please do let us know what your thoughts are
0: Oh yeah, definitely get in touch. Pop over to our um, Instagram, which is Jibber Jabber underscore podcast, and uh, let us know your views. But on on a slightly nice light, lighter note, I am tickle pink by this uh, this uh, coronation because I I will be having a little party uh, with cucumber sandwiches, lots of tea, uh, pims, and. Uh, uh, what do you call it the cake or i can't even think my brain's not working
1: oh what is the Victoria mm. so we are going to be having a street party i do believe and yes yes i do intend on watching the coronation for all my thoughts i will be
0: watching <laughs> i'm gonna watch it. Yeah. i also watched his speech last year and i i'm gonna watch his speech this year at christmas but another thing that's really brilliant um in the uk is that we, we get an additional bank holiday because of this
1: yeah, so we'll be having a bank holiday on the eighth of May.
0: See? So, regardless of what your thoughts are, you get an extra you get an extra holiday out of it. So that can't be that blaming bad.
1: This week Paul Catamol from S Club Seven sadly passed away at age forty six. So were you a fan of S Club?
0: Um no. I, I sort of I think I it's really, obviously First and foremost, it's really sad because he was just forty six and I, I know he'd had a really sort of troubled time over the last few years, I think both financially, and I, I I believe that he'd also been doing a show. Um, I think it was the Rocky Horror and he'd had an injury which it made so it meant he couldn't work uh for a while and and I think he'd had some financial issues. So that it's really sad um about him because they obviously S Club are about to tour again as well. They're about to go on a, a 25th anniversary tour. So it yeah. it all looked like it was like turning a corner. However, no, I wasn't a fan of S Club, not because of any other reason other than, I just think that I, when they came out, I was of an age where I, my musical tastes were slightly changing. Um, were you a fan of S
1: Club? I was, and I was the same age as you.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I was a huge pop fan, but I, I, so, you know, I was a huge fan of the Spice Girls. I was a huge fan of like, sort of, that type of pop, All Saints, things like that. But I just think they were, they were a little bit too sugary for me.
1: Oh and no, the way I, that... I loved them, I did. I did love seeing them and I enjoyed watching their TV programme as well, which was on Children's CBBC.
0: CBBC, yeah, no, actually, having said that, I did watch their, um uh their tv show yeah i did i did quite enjoy watching was their tv miami show 7 or? yeah they had to i think they had a few didn't they it was like miami 7 i think there was la 7 yeah they had like a few every every one they came back for was a different city they were in yeah. um so i think they did a couple of them but i i also sort of have the same sort of view on um steps as well so i i steps i didn't they weren't my bag so
1: love steps
0: see you love steps yeah. however Since Steps have come back around and they've done this sort of like Steps 2.0, I really appreciate them. I think they're really brilliant at what they do. Um, And the same as S Club, S Club had some really amazing sort of like pop songs. Just wasn't a like fan in that way.
1: Do you know what I mean? So my favourite memory of S Club 7 uh, while I was younger was seeing them live in a One Big Sunday in Swansea.
0: Oh, was that like a party in the park kind of vibe?
1: Yeah, kind of. It was a one big Sunday up in Swansea, in the middle of a field. Um Jamie Theekston was presenting
0: Jamie theakston
1: Shaggy and Ravon were performing, S Club Seven were performing. They were oh. there were loads of people.
0: Was Shaggy doing his angel and it wasn't me?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what's this yeah. like two thousand one, is that right? Two thousand one, two thousand two?
1: Oh, um, do you know what? I can't, I don't know. I can't tell you. I was in secondary school. So I can Hmm. tell you that much because I went up with a group of girls that I was in secondary school with. We all went up together. Um, and yeah, it was a lovely day out. And I know that evening, Judge Jules was performing so Judge oh, Jules wow, okay. had the uh, evening set up, but we weren't there for that. We we were there in the day and then we came home.
0: Yeah, so far, there was a lot of those sort of events around um, the UK at that time, wasn't there? With, yeah. with this sort of, uh, quite a lot of manufactured pop because As Club were created by the same people that managed the Spice Girls. So Simon Fuller had created um, As Club. Yeah, uh, that's right. And, but it always... It, the, the, you know, in pop music, especially from the other side of it, there were always those people that sort of did really well, like the Spice Girls did financially well. They're, they're, they're now seen as sort of leaders of like that girl power movement as well. But then there are always there are those casualties of pop as well, aren't there? Um, and I sort of feel a little bit that S Club were a little bit a casualty of pop. So they they sort of had major success, but they weren't paid appropriately for that success because they were manufactured. Um, so this all becomes a little bit tragic. Like there was a there was a, a group. I don't know if you remember them, uh, Super Sister. Um, they had a few hits in like two thousand. Uh, one of the one one of their songs, I think, was called uh, Coffee, and then they had one called Shopping, um, and they were like hyper pop. Uh, do you don't remember? Do you remember these? No, I
1: don't there was, remember I think these. There
0: was, yeah, there were three girls, and you know they sort of had. I think it was like four top forty hits or whatever. And then they sort of just vanished because obviously they they didn't do very well. And one of them has just opened a, or she owns a salon and now she's a hairdresser. And you sort of, yeah, like she gets completely different, doesn't it? Very different. And there's so many sort of others in and around that time, there's pop stars that have, like, do you remember 911?
1: I loved 911.
0: Yeah. Well, Lee from (laughs) 911, the lead singer he now i'm sure he's a fitness uh or a, a nutritionist or fitness guru and he also does photography on the side no yeah it's a life How after times
1: pop. change but doesn't really it changed. just go to show though that being in the limelight um doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna set yourself up for life I Oh, mean, completely yeah definitely because there um, are no
0: guarantees with it
1: No, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. And I I... think as well, do you know, um, perhaps I'm very wrong in saying this, but I've got a funny feeling if you go into a career, for example, rugby or something with the WIU, they actually uh, prefer you to have a career behind you so that if it doesn't work out, you've got something to fall back on
0: yeah it's not like that in there no it's not like that at all wouldn't it be
1: amazing though if it was
0: yeah it would it would but of course i think um there are so many people that have uh, you know for want of a better expression been done over by bad the bay city rollers always stands out to me now the bay city rollers were not of our time they were sort of like of my mum's time and they were they were from the 70s yeah and the bay city rollers um sold over a hundred million records yeah and most of them are penniless because they didn't get paid most of them work proper jobs because they didn't get paid properly that blows my mind
1: that's crazy isn't it another one is um five
0: yes five they're they're another good example And did you know, five were created by the Spice Girls original managers. So they were created by, um, I can't think of his name now, but basically the Spice Girls when they got together, they were called Touch and they they auditioned for a girl group and Bob and Chris Herbert uh, put them together and they didn't really think Chris was doing a very good job. So they did a bunk, rechristened themselves the Spice Girls and moved on to Simon Fuller. But it was Chris Herbert that put it five together.
1: Wow. But isn't yeah. it strange then? You get um, different groups who have yeah. actually gone on to do reasonably well for themselves. So when I say, you know, I'm thinking in terms of uh, Boyzone, Westlife, etc. They yeah. all seem to be doing quite well, don't they?
0: Yeah, I think the one, like I said, like I, I never was a fan of them the first time around, but I really appreciate them now. Is is S Club? I uh, know S Club. Sorry, is um Steps, and I think that Steps have kind of done that. But then Steps, you know, see where they were clever was Steps were very much they toured, and I guess that's where they made their money from. Yeah. They toured. They didn't write their own songs uh, predominantly, but they did tour. Yeah. Um So yeah, and I suppose you, there's other examples you gave, like Westlife um, and Boyzone. I guess yep. they also did the same as well, whereas yeah. perhaps some of the others didn't. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's a very murky world, the world of late 90s, early noughties pop. You know, the industry is quite corrupt, and especially at that time.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Just yeah. on the tail end of that, thoughts go out to Paul's family and friends. And um, we we did also lose just before... Paul Catimel. We also lost another legend, in his own right, Mister Paul O'Grady.
0: Paul O'Grady, absolutely. Paul O'Grady is so sad as well because Paul, again, very I think sad. he was sixty-three. Is that right?
1: I believe so. Yeah, or sixty-seven. You're very,
0: very... very young, anyway, and yeah. also just such a funny guy. Um, yeah. yeah. I
1: literally shown so much heart towards animals. And he was such a positive influence on the trans community as well, um, from his earlier days uh, as Lily Savage. Lily
0: Savage. Absolutely, yeah. And just such an all-round great entertainer. And, um, sorry, I just had to double-check, he was 67, which again is, you know, still standby, still very young. But yeah, such an all-round brilliant entertainer.
1: Absolute gentleman.
0: Now... Did you know that if a rubber band is put in the fridge or the refrigerator, it stands a a better chance of lasting longer?
1: (laughs) Can't say I've ever tried it.
0: (laughs) So if you want your rubber bands to last a little bit longer, do put them in the fridge uh, because this is going to work. Top tip of the week. And what a flipping useless fact. But how fun
1: how you know if you're sitting there and thinking oh I really feel (laughs) like making a rubber band ball today go and put them in the fridge (laughs) put them in the fridge (laughs) what's your favorite form of social media
0: um I would probably say that my favorite favorite form of social media uh is Instagram I the, the reason for that is because it can literally be tailored to what you want it to be so what you follow, what you look at, is what you'll see more of.
1: Okay. And
0: therefore I think social media and therefore I think that you can have it as a really positive place.
1: Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. What I'm about going yours? to slightly disagree with you on this one as well. Only mm. because I don't feel like I'm as technical as you are. Yeah. Um so my favourite form of social media is Facebook,
0: Facebook, keeping it Facebook. closed also as well, just your peoples.
1: Yeah, definitely, and more so I think because I'm familiar with it. I am on on Insta, etc., but I don't tend to use them, and it can be weeks uh, or months, even you know, where I before
0: you actually pop on. Don't
1: bother check it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you don't do TikTok either, do you? You do, like you literally. There's no. You I don't no, do TikTok
1: no. at all. No, no.
0: Oh, TikTok. I mean. There are plans for us to branch out from that, but I'm going to say what I'm going to say anyway. Oh, it's a toxic place, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it toxic over there? Sometimes I scroll through and I'm like, what the didgeridoo is this? What's going It's on? toxic. It is really toxic over there. And I think that's, what, so <laughs> that's why I prefer the Insta, uh, because you can just tailor it to what you want it to be.
1: So do you think in any sort of way then that social media is destroying our communication process?
0: So, I don't particularly think it's just disqu- dis- disquiet I don't destroying. think it's destroy <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's destroying like maybe our generation's um communication process. The concern perhaps is that is that you know the next gen- or the, the generation coming up is it gonna and and even further in i potentially possibly because I don't know whether people know how to communicate with each other anymore like I don't see young people really ever communicating properly with each other young people jesus christ and have you
1: have you ever sort of noticed how not necessarily young people but Mm. people in general out and about these days they've always got their phone in their hand there's no actual conversation there's no proper communication the only communication that seems to go on is if somebody posts something on social media and people you know react to it
0: yeah it's a reaction isn't it well yeah that's it isn't it it's a reaction it's not a communication yeah so you're reacting to something yeah absolutely Uh, yeah no completely and i i do see it so whenever i'm whenever i'm out and about i i do listen to music because i think have i confessed this before you know, I like, especially when it rains, I like to put my headphones in, I like to get an umbrella, I like to walk around, I like to pretend I'm in a 90s music video. Listen, you it's my life. This I, w- <laughs> do you know I what? don't I'll know go if I have it. on the show, Work but like it. what, it's, it's what I like to do. <laughs> um, so I listen to, because <laughs> it's basically, I'm in my own movie and it's the soundtrack to my movie. So I like to do that. I put my headphones in, but my phone is always away. I never have it in my hand while I'm walking or while I'm out and about in that way, unless I need to make a phone call or make, you know, a message or whatever um but yeah I that sort of and also I think when people do that I think they just miss so much of life
1: yeah
0: just stuff that happens you can you know somebody falling over or whatever it is you know you could be on your phone and somebody's doing a bank job and you've missed the whole bloody thing
1: 100% yeah you know yeah so yeah I do, I do think that
0: potentially that could be a, a bit of an issue, but I, I, I just don't think it's going to be an issue for you or I because we love we love a chat. Oh,
1: we do like um, to talk, maybe sometimes too much.
0: A little bit a little bit too much. Yeah, so I, I think it potentially could become an issue. Not an issue for me. My favourite form of uh, social media is Instagram, yours is Facebook. What um always calms you down or just removes that stress from your your day, your life, what what's this what's your sort of go-to calming uh mechanism? What's your choice? Uh
1: on a day-to-day basis, I love to come home, pour myself a cup of tea, take my shoes off, and just have time to chill and unwind. Um, if it's a really special day where as a family we've, you know, got the day to ourselves, we're not doing much. Yeah. My best, best favourite way of all time is going down the beach. So, so it
0: de-stresses you if you're upset or you're stressed, like the beach.
1: 100% yeah, is, the children can it. run wild and you know it's a great form of exercise for them, it's a de-stress for them as well I guess and something a about nice fresh air, sea air love it honestly
0: there is something I, it's not a yeah. myth um because when I used to live by the sea I used to sleep so much better because yeah. I leave my windows open as well so at not even at night you know regardless of the weather but that sea air oh it, yeah. it, it is you can't I think fault
1: it, it. it you can't fault no it.
0: you really can't no nope. you really can't um I think for me um I my go-to if I'm stressed or if I'm upset or if anything is a bit turbulent turbulent in my life Uh, it's always comedy you know in in whatever form whether that's a stand watching somebody do stand-up whether that's uh, you know tv film whatever comedy is my go-to it makes me instantly feel better
1: wow Uh, do you know what i find this so so funny how how very different the two of us can be chris because uh as much as we are very very good friends it would seem that my my de-stress is to get away from everything and your de-stress you're very social you're very um you want to go and join in with the crowd
0: yeah yeah no I do I think that sort of makes me feel and especially if you know like I said if it's um it doesn't have to be like in a theater or anything it could be just sort of you know in my soft office which is my bed um (laughs) so (laughs) sort of just watching it on you know a device or my you know the tv or whatever but comedy is always my go-to it instantly makes me feel better it's like it is my absolute safe place and no matter how upset i've been or like how awful things are i can rely on comedy to completely even if it's just for the period of time of me watching it i will instantly feel better yeah. it's just you know that escapism it just takes everything away so yeah that that's for me I mean there are other things as well you know like obviously spending time with people but that more than anything is always gonna make me feel instantly better
1: see I prefer alone time
0: yeah I love alone time as well I do love alone yeah. time and to sort of have that t- but you know I love alone time with my time, comedy show
1: time to breathe
0: time to breathe yeah no absolutely I And mean, you are right we are so
1: <laughs> different
0: in so many respects aren't we yes,
1: um yeah but
0: you know that that's i think that's probably what makes it what makes it work you fun. know that's the truth it isn't makes it, it fun. fun such <laughs> jolly good fun
1: so i do have a question for you it's a very important question so is it I need an important you to, question? it really is i need you <laughs> to th- think really think about it okay
0: oh go on then if you're quick
1: would you rather be able to slide down rainbows or jump on the clouds
0: oh this is really difficult both sound so much i told you it was
1: important didn't i it's
0: really important i okay i'm gonna go with bounce on the clouds
1: yeah that's what i was gonna go with as well yeah yeah at least you'll have a soft landing right
0: yeah, but also I really want to slide down rainbows. I sort of,
1: <laughs> but
0: I am going. <laughs> I am, I am, I am going to go with bouncing on clouds. How fun would that be? I
1: know. Oh. I uh, see in my in my head it would be a bit like bouncing on a bouncy castle. Oh yes, oh.
0: and then you just uh, boom. hang on. Wasn't there? Do you know? I don't know if you remember. i was sure it was um, Alex the kid. It was a um i don't know if you ever had this but it was for sega mega drive and it was the well when i had my sega mega drive well obviously go way back now kids but when i had my sega mega drive it was the built-in game to the mega drive and i swear there was a level of alex the kid i'm sure that's what they were called alex the kid where you would jump on clouds to get to the next part oh I'm going to see if that's on YouTube. I, I'm sure that I'm not doesn't making this ring up.
1: not any bells when the Did I'll you have a
0: yeah. make Mega Drive? Yeah yeah but i but then i had another one because but oh gosh this is another story uh but i had been ill and a glass of water had fallen (laughs) off the side and into my mega drive my sega mega drive so i ended up getting you did that on
1: purpose you could have the upgrade didn't you (laughs) (laughs) no it's exactly the
0: same it wasn't an upgrade it was the same mega drive except this this one the new one they came with it had sonic the hedgehog as the built-in game
1: oh okay
0: yeah I was gutted because I my, loved that. I don't that. think
1: okay. mine had a built-in game. It just came with a disc that had three different games on it. And one of them was a football game. One of them was hmm. Bejeweled. And I can't remember the other one.
0: Oh, no, mine yeah. had a built-in game. Yeah, so it was actually in... Well, it's built in.
1: <laughs> and in the blink of an eye, that is this week's show all wrapped up. We'll be back next week for more fun and giggles. So do put it in your diary. And in the meantime, why not be a jolly good friend and tell all your pals about our little show? I've been Anne-Marie, he's been Chris, and this has been Jibber Jabber.